Alright, so this week is yet another week of viral news. Not sure if you guys tune into your social media or other news platform, but if you do, then you probably have heard the recent case of an Asian grandmother being hit on the road by this white guy. And the title makes it sound cool. Asian grandmother got attacked and made sure the attacker got his lesson. But when you see the video, you can see a very angry, but at the same time scared grandmother. Can you imagine walking down the street and getting hit by a random stranger on the face? And if you see the video, the area between her two eyes and at the upper part of the nose, it's very red. And it just brings so many different kinds of feelings for me. And I was scrolling through the comments sections and yes, most of them are in agreement to what I just said, but it's just so disturbing to see there are actually some couple of comments who are in agreement to the attacker saying, screw you Asians, get out of my country, you are doing this, 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 you're good for nothing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, this is not even about the race. What kind of person in his sane mind would attack an old woman, an old person? just like that i was like wow and a couple of months ago i mean even until today we also have heard a lot of different news about myanmar the coup d'etat that's happening there and all the massive violence as well a lot of families are injured a lot of victims and a lot of women are being assaulted all these bad news are giving so much negative vibes to the current situation and remember we're still living in the pandemic so it really does create a very depressing image of today. And I can't help but notice, wow, doesn't this sound very familiar to an old song by Black Eyed Peas? Do you know? It's called Where Is The Love? People killing, people dying, children hurt and you hear them crying. Isn't this just a perfect representation of what is happening today? So many tears, so many blood, so many violence. And it's so sad. And yes, the first reaction that I got when reading the news was I'm angry for the assaulter for what they did. But then I tried to look one further step deeper and I, and I can't help but to also sympathize with their action. I'm not sympathizing the motive behind their action, but I'm sympathizing what's happening to them. Can you imagine how much hatred do you have to actually go out, hold a weapon of any kind, a club, a knife, a pistol, an attack on somebody. How hurt are you in the inside to be able to do that? I seriously can't imagine. From, I was this nerd guy who never actually went into a fist-on-fist -fist fight ever since I was little. So yeah, I, I cannot relate to the feeling of fighting physically. I mean, I was a gamer, so I have done some <laughs> keyboard fighting writing mean words i'm good at it but like really clenching my fist and hit it to another person's face another person's jaw wow i've also read in some articles you know when you punch someone your jaw sorry your fist actually hurt as well right so it really reflects how you know even when they assault somebody ultimately they're also assaulting themselves and it makes me so concerned 
you know it's all the same how someone can just go and type some mean words on the internet it also just shows how mentally depressed they were so i'm really trying to understand their point of view what's causing this is it really a matter of you know they are good for nothing as most people will call them they're just trashes of society but maybe there's like a certain external factor that is playing at hand here is it perhaps like media propaganda is it perhaps like some family teachings or is it perhaps just like some childhood trauma being abused by the parents and therefore they would they try to channel their hatred their depression to abuse other people this is a practice that i'm trying to adopt these days after reading a book about self-awareness so in the book it really tells you to it tells you a very simple advice advice on how you can try to control your feelings your emotions and therefore your actions and it's very simple everything you want to do something take three seconds breathe and then if you still want to do it then do it and i feel like this is this has been helping me so far like there was a time when i was in subway this is a real story i just cleaned my shoes clean it very perfectly very sparkling <laughs> i even hair dried it because i really want those shoes to look dazzling for the day and then this guy just stepped on my shoes and walk away and i was so infuriated i was really fuming with anger but then i remember this book what this book told me you know take three seconds and breathe so i tried to take three seconds right one two three the effect is not instant you know i was still mad but i realized some of my anger starts to slowly and slowly dissipate and of course i ended up not attacking him or you know or getting into a fight just because he stepped on my foot i mean my shoe but this just shows that sometimes giving yourself a very short window period of time can help you to compress your build-up emotion and it works not only for anger it also works for emotion any kind of excitement right people say don't make a decision when you're angry don't make a promise when you're happy because all of these are very impulsive in nature and you really want to take to be careful not to be indulged by it not to be controlled by it you want to still be composed being the careful driver and always on the wheels so back to the saddening news right i see the follow-up video that i think was conducted by a reporter to this asian grandmother and i think she doesn't really speak good english because it was her daughter who helped to translate and i think her daughter also didn't speak really well <laughs> but that's not the point the point is you can see how traumatized she was as she even cried at the mere recollection of the incident and again this message is a little bit similar to our last week's video about ghosting so many people are angry at another person but they channel it to another person wait what hold on <laughs> so many people are angry to one person but then they channel it to another person and that other person ended up being angry and doing it all the same to the to his other peers and so so we are really creating this chain of hatred judge and massive pain to others and it's so sad we all have heard about the chain of happiness the chain of kindness but there's even a stronger 
chain that is ha- happening in our current society nowadays, which is this. Might as well you just be as frontal as you want with your with the person you hate. If you hate that guy, go hit him, but don't inflict it to another person and cause trauma. Right? I think that's not fair. Like even for me, even though I don't really engage in physical fights, then I will try my best to confront that person. I will try my best to talk what I don't like or what or what I feel angry to him about. And I think we as humans really need to start practicing this in our daily life, being able to firstly take control of our emotions, but also know how to channel, how to siphon our emotions properly. This anger management really needs to be addressed nowadays because it's causing wars, it's causing violence and and massive painfulness to everybody, everyone. The last thing that I want to say when listening to these kinds of news, I just got reminded of, you know, being appreciative of my current condition. You know, when I was in high school, I begged my parents to send me to Australia or to Canada to learn to study there because I was just in love with western countries and you know at those time who doesn't it was all those american dream or uk dream <laughs> even though my selection of countries were not were quite unorthodox you know australia and canada but i have my own reasons and i really want to go there but at the same time i'm not sure about canada but i know australia is also very notorious for their racist treatment to the Asians there, right? To the minority groups there. And it just gives me a lot of perspective. Like if I ended up going to Australia and receive this kind of treatment, how would I become, you know? Instead of now I'm in China where everyone has small eyes like me and I even look so much like Chinese that a lot of my Chinese friends don't even believe that I'm Indonesian. The interesting part is, you know, when I was in college, we we really did have like a drinking bet like if i can show him my indonesian passport he will chuck for two huge draft glasses of beer and i was like are you kidding you <laughs> you don't believe me that much that you want to drink and yeah even when i came to china i thought me looking like a chinese was a disadvantage you know if you see the foreigners with all their white looks whoa it's so easy to get all the good stuff the good perks you go to the bars the girls go at you you go to the you go to interviews people will value you more because they thought you were native even though you know a lot of the white guys in shanghai at least they're like french they're like mexican or spanish italian they're not even from the uk but they were considered to have higher english level than other asian people who might actually be way way more fluent in english than they are So this kind of white treatment is still there. I mean, I have discussed this with my previous guests in the previous episodes anyway. So it's a proof. It's not like just a random assumption or observation from my end. So again, I felt like at a disadvantage because because a lot of the local people thought I'm native. And so when I speak in a very stuttering Chinese, they get so impatient and they get so mad at me. But when the same exact scenario happens with a white guy or white girl then they will be so patient I will help you <laughs> and it's just so unfair but yes now that all of these happen the things that I just told you just now became so so trivial 
when we look at the bigger context the fact that i'm safe in a country where i think they don't they're not really that racist there was a time of course when china was quite racist to foreigners but i think it was because of more political issues that i don't want to bring but i dare say uh, based on my up to seven years of living in this country chinese people are generally not racist and it gives you so much security it makes you feel safe even going out at night because like in china most of the noises most most of the assaults that they will give you are like vocal bass they will shout at you like super loud i'm not even kidding but i rarely see some random chinese person just striking another person you know just making a fight out of nowhere and perhaps that is also because you know the government here is very strict cameras everywhere so really the criminality rate here is very low and in general it just feels nice you know to live in this country so i guess the lesson here is i realize sometimes what you want in life may not be the best for you and that's why there is the bigger force whether you believe in god or not who will try to redirect you to what is best for you so when what you want in life does not manifest maybe try to contain it linking back to the three seconds rule take one two three breathe and see from a more objective point of view from a bird's eyes perspective maybe that will all mean to something grand in the future so yeah these are the three things that came to my mind when i see the current news which again made me sad but there's always silver lining behind every cloud so so yeah in summary <laughs> i think a lot of times today people are so agitated and they end up committing some very mean actions that end up inflicting much more damage to even more people and causing a chain of hatred and i feel like this can be addressed by by trying to capture and condense each time we are in a triggered state no matter if you are happy angry or sad because in that sense even if you make bad decisions then we know the thing that we need to work out is ourselves but at least we do not regret for taking the actions because of just some random situations and then just like last episode please don't let your anger be somebody else's fear don't let your hurt be somebody else's pain if anything i would encourage you to just punch that asshole in the face if you really hate him so much but don't punch another person and turn them into an asshole in the future that will make you a double asshole <laughs> and lastly this is a very cheesy message but really appreciate what is happening to you now because you never know in the future the context of everything that is present in your life so context matters learn to appreciate it and maybe in that way you will be able to live a much more happier and fulfilling life so there you go some random rants from me so before we go i'm curious what do you think about the current situation do you feel like depressed do you feel angry do you feel like you need to commit on a certain action to make somebody the world a better place you know there's always this two types of people right one is just those who feels who empathizes who sympathizes but there's also someone who who is hungry or thirsty for actions so you're like the doer type which one are you and what do you think okay that will be it for this episode i hope you've enjoyed listening if there's anything that you want to ask if there's anything you want to comment please feel free to contact me 
through the links provided in the description box. So yeah, I appreciate you once again. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good day. Hope you have a good weekend and an even better one ahead. Ta-da! Peace.